Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Here's Michael at the foul line. A shot on Elo. Good! The Bulls win it! They win it! Pippen runs down the lane. Dumps it out the horse. Paxson for three! Yeah! Rose crosses over the fadeaway. Got it! Let me step back and kiss myself! MVP time! Windy City Assassin does it again! Well, CJ was right. I was wrong. Bulls come all the way back. 19 points down to the Toronto Raptors in the play-in tournament. They get the win to advance. Season goes on. Toronto's going home. DeMar DeRozan's daughter is the MVP. Zach Levine balled out. There is so, so, so much to talk about in such little time. On today's episode of Believe in Bulls here on the Believe Network, presented by BetOnline.ag. I'm your host, Nick Schultz, alongside my aforementioned partner, former Bulls bench Bob member and Tennessee Vols, CJ Watson. CJ, I gave up hope. You laughed at me. You're still laughing because you were right. I'm sitting here giving you your flowers, giving you your credit. Well done, sir. Hey, man, we'll take the humble brag. I just, you know, I was lucky once. Uh, I think I'm one of my 2-0 when you said you gave up on them so far. So. Something like that. I think you're 2-0, 3-0. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you're <I'll> undefeated. <laughs> I know that. You, you're undefeated when I'm sitting here saying they're not going to win a game and they'll go out and prove me wrong. Right. But with the season <laughs> on the line, the Bulls showed up in a big way and 18 missed free throws from the Raptors. That made me cringe looking at the box yeah. score last night on Scott Van Pelt on Sports Center. But, you know, we're going to dive into every aspect of that game, including the game's MVP who wasn't even on the court. After I tell you about our friends, betonline.ag. BetOnline remains your number one source for all your basketball betting this season. Get analysis of every play, prop, and point at BetOnline. You'll find the latest odds, bracket contest team matchups, and game trends at BetOnline. Updated odds for everything from the play-in tournament through the conference championships and the NBA finals right through the championship game. BetOnline is your basketball headquarters this season. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to sign up and receive your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Be sure to use our promo code BELIEVE to receive your bonus. That's B-L-E-A-V. To get that 50% bonus at BetOnline is where the game starts. Quickly here, let's look at the early lines for Bulls Heat. Bulls are once again five and a half point underdogs plus 180 on the line, according to Bet Online. So Miami's favored by five and a half. Play a tournament's delivered so far, especially from a betting standpoint. And also, before I get too far ahead of myself, buy our shirt, Jordan Pippen 98, the last stance exclusively at shop.believe.com. The guys do a great job putting stuff together to promote all the shows on the network. It's a growing list, too. The official shirt of our program, though, Jordan Pippen 98, the last stance, shop.believe.com. The link is in my Twitter and Instagram bios. I believe you can get a shirt like this on there. I don't know. They just kind of sent it to me one day, so I figured I'd wear it, mainly because it's like 75 degrees here, and I don't know how to handle myself not wearing quarter zips all the time. (laughs) But maybe you can get one of these too. I don't know. But, I mean, I thought about wearing some bull stuff today because, wow, what a game. 109-105, come all the way back 19 points down to become the first 10 seed to ever win in the play-in tournament. Granted, this thing's only been around a couple years, but still, history and... Man, I wrote him off at 19 points down, especially when Van Vliet hit that shot to end the first half. I mean, I know I wrote him off before the game anyway, but I was especially sitting here going, <laughs> I even tweeted, okay, planning out the season recap pod. And then they just, they came back from 19 down. They've done this all year. I did not expect that on that stage. Yeah, it was a definitely a incur- uh, inspiring game. Uh, definitely coming back from 19 down. We talked about it earlier in the podcast, how 
they couldn't get down big and, you know, try to make these big comebacks. It's not going to work, but it, it worked this time. Um, jump shots were falling. Um, I would like to see a little more ball movement, uh, especially when they go out of Miami and play another great defensive team. So it's going to be uh, interesting to see how they what they change, uh, how they change it, and, you know, if they can come out with a win again in Miami. She's on my screen right now, so I got to bring it up. They got to bring their star defender with them. Get him, get her out of class. Demar Derozan's <laughs> yeah, yeah, daughter yeah. screaming during the free throws. I mean, it's on it's on my screen right now. I wasn't gonna talk about this till later, but it just works out perfectly. Screaming during the free throws. The Raptors missed eighteen free throws. They went eighteen for thirty six from the free throw line. They lost by four. I'm just going to present that information and just yeah. say free throws are free as usual. Yeah, yeah. Same thing my dad would say. Free throws are free. They definitely tricked off that game. And uh, she is the MVP. Um, even when I was watching the game and she was screaming, it, it would have thrown me off at all shooting free throws. So it threw me off just watching just watching and hearing it. So she's definitely the you know, MVP for this game. And they definitely need her in Miami doing the same thing right behind the bench again or behind the basket. So uh, whatever, she, whatever he needs to do to get her out of school, you know, let her be done. Can Dr. Donovan – write a doctor's note can we make that a thing doctor, somebody anybody can <laughs> yeah, somebody say somebody say you're a doctor and write a doctor's note like they do on twitter like the the bulls should put something out please excuse yard rosen from class <laughs> like, right seriously <laughs> i mean that that's just that's the biggest thing from the game outside of zach levine having a big game which we'll talk about everyone is talking about demar Derozan's daughter i love it yeah. and as if as if the pressure is not heavy enough with your season right. on the line in the play-in tournament now you've got a nine-year-old screaming every time you shoot a free throw yeah it's, uh, I mean, it's, it's definitely funny. it's definitely cool and to see someone's daughter doing that you know being inspired and supporting her dad you know i think that's uh just makes it the icing on the cake and they won so it makes it even better <laughs> yeah it helps they won and i just i just say again they missed if they made five of those they win yeah. the game like yeah. it's not like they missed 18 and lost by 17 no they missed 18 and lost by four <laughs> right this yeah. is how important free throws are, kids. If nothing else, go practice your free throws they come they're in important moments you just got to learn to block out the noise if you can yeah. and i mean that's that's the, that was my favorite part of the game, and the other favorite part of the game was Zach Levine going full attack mode. Thirty nine points, thirty of them came yep. in the second half. He was doing everything. He was driving. He was shooting the three. He played defense. Scott Van Pelt had a stat last night. Hmm. Whoever Zach Levine was defending shot two for seven from the field. Like yep. Zach Levine put it all together at the perfect time. Yeah, that's what you want from your superstar player. Uh, just putting it all together, like you said, uh, attacking the basket. Uh, getting threes, getting out of the transition, uh, you know, just making the right play. I feel like uh, even some of the shots I thought were questionable, uh, obviously they went in, so I guess you can't question them uh, when they go in, but that's the type of player he is. He has the freedom to take those shots, and he has the confidence to make them. So uh, hopefully he can do the same thing uh, in Miami, and, you know, other guys can step up big too. Trying to remember when that was. Was it the third quarter? They were down like 10, and he goes down. It's like him and two other Raptors defenders. I'm like, cool, go to the rim. Yeah. He pulls up the three, right. and it was the epitome of, no, 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 no. Okay, run right. in. Okay, do yeah. it again. Like, I mean, that's that's yeah. Zach. Like, you yeah, know what yeah. you're going to get. If it goes in, like you said, it's automatically a good shot. I mean, right. it doesn't matter. You could take it from three-quarter court. If it goes in, it's a good shot. Like, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. And, and when everything's falling like that, you've earned a couple of those. Oh, yeah, for sure. He's, you know, earned those shots. And like I said, he's taking that and has the confidence to make him. I feel I think that's the biggest thing. A lot of players take him, but he has the confidence and knows that he can make them. And I think his teammates know the same thing and feel the same way. So, um, like I said, uh, you, you say no, 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 but if it goes in, it's a good shot. <laughs> yeah, I mean, everybody. I mean, I feel like I speak for Bulls Nation when I'm saying, they're like, what are you doing? Oh, okay, it went in. Cool. Now get back right. on defense. Right, like, yeah. <laughs> and he was playing defense, too, like putting it all together. Like we said, he also played 40 minutes in the game. That was the most for the Bulls. This is the guy in Zach Levine that you give the max extension to. When he plays yeah. like that, that's a max player. 
Yeah, yeah, for sure. When he's engaged, like I said, on both ends of the court, that, that's my biggest thing. We know you have it offensively, but bring it defensively also so we can see and, and you can be that type of player that we all think you can be. And then, like I said, when he when he does that, his teammates, you know, follow follow suit. I know DeMar was out there coming his all for defense, uh, taking charges, which I don't really see a lot, but yeah, he's, he's definitely doing it. But that just shows you they want to win and how bad they want to win. And when he's in attack mode, Zach Levine, he's a different player. And the fact that I think it's safe to say the knee's doing fine. That was yeah. my <laughs> big concern before the year. And that was, I even said at the time when this contract came about, your the decision comes up, you've got a max him, you can let him go to another team on a deal. Like, what do you do? Because the knee was a concern. And early in the year, they, they manage his knee. But this is why you manage that knee and keep him out of the lineup early in the year. Let him get stronger for moments like this. Because the season was on the line. He rose to the occasion. Granted, the first half wasn't great. It wasn't great for the entire team. It wasn't just like Zach had a bad night the first half. Everyone did. Yeah. But he rose to the occasion when it mattered. Now the season's still going on. Yeah, that's what you want to see. And like you said, uh, he took enough time off to hopefully be strong at the end of the season. And uh, hopefully, you know, Miami has good weather right now. Uh, hopefully that knee will be feeling even better when he gets to Miami Beach and feel the good vibes down there and the sunshine and, uh, you know, the, the good weather. So hopefully you'll be doing the same thing in Miami. Tell you what, we're having good weather here too. I mean, I've gone out and played, I've done some sort of golf three of the last four days, gone to the driving range, uh, played nine holes the, the other day. I got to get better to beat my sister, but you know, <laughs> but it's good weather here too. And I, I'm sure that's going to help too. The fact that it's actually really nice in Chicago yeah. land right now and the vibes are immaculate right now. And I don't want to buy too much stock into one game. I understand that the play in is technically not the playoffs, but it feels like to me, a lot of things were cleared up in terms of questions with Zach, with Billy Donovan, with Booch and DeMar. It seems like we saw this team's true colors when it mattered. Yeah, yeah, that's what you want to see. They're all playing with the confidence, playing together. Uh, even when down by 19, they didn't really fold or, you know, just give up. They they stuck with it. They all battled out and uh, obviously they came out with the win. But that's what you want to see, uh, guys attacking the basket, not selling for jumpers, um, but some – I mean, sometimes uh, Zach was selling for jumpers, but those are jumpers he can make. Uh, so you can you can live and die with him uh, taking those shots. So I want to ask you something fun here because we've talked a lot about what's going to happen this offseason, any moves that are coming. There are still people that want to trade Zach Levine. After that performance last night against Toronto, right. <laughs> is, is that conversation over or is it still worth exploring because his value might be increasing? Uh, I mean, for now, you gotta just leave it, leave it uh, where it is. I, I, he's a, he showed you that he's your superstar player. He's your superstar for the future, and he's a guy that you can build around. Um, like I said, uh, you just gotta go, you gotta go with the flow. He's knocking down jumpers. He's attacking the basket, making other people better. Um, so, yeah, I would dead that talk for now, and just you know, just make him the the cornerstone and add guys and pieces around him. Now, let me be clear. I'm not ready to ship anyone off right now after that game. Like, it's a play-in tournament. It's The playoffs are starting next week. Like, we're not ready to start talking, oh, this is going to happen soon. Like, do this now. No, 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 no. This is just, you know, after the play-in, it's an overreaction type of Thursday where we're recording this, <laughs> and everybody's overreacting and everything. And it's in a good way, it seems like. That's what I say again. The vibes are good, man. Like, yeah, yeah. this is this is as high morale as I've seen Bulls Nation in a while. Like, yeah, it feels good. Yeah, that's what you want. You want a confident team. And I think going to this Miami game, you want a team that's going to be consistent. Um, that's the biggest thing we've been saying about them the whole year. Be consistent. Don't just show it one game, but do it, you know, game after game. And that's what's going to take to to win this game. And if they make the playoffs, it's going to take to, to beat the number one seed. So they got to be consistent and get a streak of uh, get a winning streak going. Now, besides the obvious what's at stake in terms of going to the playoffs, 
you do know there's one other thing at stake in this game against Miami, right? It has to be that draft pick, I think. Nope, nope. Well, <laughs> oh, no, yeah, no, no. yeah, that too. But no, it actually, it, it, you can even argue it's an even bigger deal. If right. the Bulls beat Miami, it'll be the first four-game winning streak of the year. Oh, that's, that's what we need. That's right there. Hey. Right. So that's why I'm like, I like the matchup with the Heat. I think they match up better than they did against Toronto. Yeah. But there's also that, it, I don't want to call it a mental block, but they've lost enough games when they had a four-game winning streak on the line. Right. Are they going to get over that hump, that mental block of win four in a row? Like it's, and I get Miami's Eric Spolstra to me, and we can, this is another fun discussion point we can have at some point down the road. Eric Spolstra is arguably the best coach in the NBA, in my opinion. Yeah. I think you can make yeah. a strong case for that. Like you've got a master tactician who are, who's already talking about lineup changes. Like right. there's the opportunity that we've talked about all year, but it's getting through. Is it a mental block? Am I oversimplifying it? Uh, no, it probably is a mental block. But like I said, this can be this can dead all that mental block right here if they can close out and win this game and get to the playoffs. Um, you know, Miami is a desperate team. I feel like and definitely hungry. Uh, I feel like they they think they let one slide uh, last game. So hopefully they can come they in and yeah, <laughs> hopefully they can come in. You know, and and uh, just you know, kind of dominate like they did on the road again. I think they're what are they two and one against Miami this season? Or I think they're three. No, I don't think they've three, lost three. No, yeah, yeah. So they definitely should go in confident, but hopefully not too confident. But go in there with with the hungry and uh, hungry attitude and just go out and just uh, beat it, knock them out with the first punch. And please quit with this 19 point deficit stuff. The yeah, 19 points or 20 that. points. It's fun. Don't get me. It makes for exciting games down the stretch when you can get going in the second half and the other team's kind of worn down, maybe letting off the gas a little bit. Right. That's all fun. Enough, please. I don't want to keep sitting here just getting roped back into these games. Like, okay, 19 points, start putting a rundown together delete the note and start over like yeah. I, enough with this. You can only do that so much for it to be even a little bit sustainable. Yeah. They've done a lot this season. It's hard to get out of, of a hole when you dig yourself into, it, especially on the road, but they've done it, you know, and hopefully they don't do it again on, on against Miami. So like I said, they just got to go out and stay confident, uh, play good basketball, uh, move from side to side. Cause their Miami defense is pretty good. And I'm sure they're going to make a lot of adjustments uh, to try and, you know, calm Zach down and at least contain them. So, going to be interesting to see what moves they make. Very. It's going to be very interesting. And I think one other thing that's going to come down in this game is going to be coaching. I already talked about my thoughts on Eric Spolstra. I feel like we learned something about Billy Donovan in that playing game against Toronto. And Nick Nurse said it after the game. The defensive game plan was fantastic. The way yeah. they, they blitzed Van Vliet, they were still able to box out and cut down on the rebounds. The Bulls actually yeah. made four more field goals than Toronto did. I thought this was going to be one of those games where Toronto made – maybe or took 15 more shots, whatever Toronto right. only got one more shot off than the bulls did. Like, yep. and yes, we, the free throw disparity. Yes. You had the defensive player of the year and DR DeRozan sitting in the stands, but right. <laughs> you know, the defense that Billy Donovan drew up, that was impressive containing yeah. that long athletic Raptors team. Yeah, it was definitely impressive. Uh, definitely had questions and concerns about it going in. Um, but the, the game plan was, uh, you know, was on point as it, as it could be. Uh, only thing I would change is uh, I just didn't like Booch switching on a Van Vliet a lot. I agree. Um, he uh, kind of exposed him a little bit, kind of got a couple stops, but um, I think uh, maybe down the stretch against Miami, I don't know if that's going to work. Maybe switching on to Jimmy Butler or Kyle Lowry type player. So hopefully they can, you know, figure something out, uh, go to a drop, drop hedge or something like that. So uh, hopefully they can do something better to, to get those matchups situated. And that's where it came down to the fact that Toronto was getting desperate down the stretch is that, yeah, yeah Vooch got switched out, but Van Vliet was just shooting threes to try and yeah. make something happen. Right. So you you got lucky with that. You know, a wise friend of mine once told me it's better to be lucky than good. Like, right. <laughs> you did get lucky 
Like right. it, there was there was luck involved. I mean, Van Vliet, uh, eight for twenty-two from the field, seven to thirteen from three. Like that's an it's an off night, but when they get desperate like that, I mean, he still had right. twenty-six points. Like, yeah, they, there were still ways Toronto could have beaten you, and they just fumbled the bag at the free throw line. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, the Bulls didn't really shoot, have a great three-point shooting night again. Once again, once seven for we, twenty-six. Uh, we always knew that, but uh, hopefully they can, you know. Shore that up. Uh, maybe he gets to the mid range more and dump the ball to Booch more because he's going to be have to be a big presence again you know, on the offensive end and defensively. You know, uh, on the board. So it's going to be interesting to see what lineups they 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 throw at him. Yeah, it'll be an interesting matchup for sure. And I I just go back to this is a much more favorable lineup matchup. Like Toronto, like I talked about the other day, long, yeah. athletic. They're tall. They're big. The Bulls are small. They can't shoot the three. They you know, their, their, their defense has come a long way this year. Like, yeah. that's one of the, the focal points. Like, one of the bright spots is the defense has come a long way, and you saw that. And one last point on Billy Donovan, speaking of that, like, the way they defended, the way they got out in transition and just stuck to their game plan, it was all great. Was it a prove-it game for Billy Donovan as head coach after the secret extension in the offseason, the way the regular season went, everything that happened? Am I wrong to call this a prove-it game? The Raptors game? Uh, I mean, I guess you can say that, especially with all the success they had the year before and then kind of underachieving this year. Um, but I think the approval game is going to be against Miami against, you know, like you said, another great coach, my uh, Eric Spolcher, and see the tactics that he uses to to try and, you know, coincide to throw off uh, Miami Heat and Eric Spolcher. So I think this game coming up is a more approval game to actually see uh, if Billy Dominic can really, you know, overthrow someone like him in the, in the Miami Heat. I think that's a good way to put it too. I thought about that when I was putting this together. I'm like, was the Raptors game the one, but you got to win the Raptors game to get to this one. And right. I just, the coaching matchup is going to be so interesting with how yeah. crazy the X's and O's like Eric Spolstra is very good. Billy Donovan's a different type. He's kind of that hands off, but he's also very detail oriented. We've heard that from Pat Bev yeah. numerous times this year. Like, and that's just, and I say this year, it's only been the like two months, a month and a half that he's been there. You've heard about Billy Donovan's attention to detail. Like, yeah, this is going to be very much a chess match, and I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, that's what it comes all comes down to in in, uh, in the playing game and in playoffs. Like, is who's more detailed? Who has more structure? Who's been you know doing all the plays? I know when we played playoffs with Tibbs, we knew every play uh, from top to bottom, and uh, it was crazy at the time thinking about it. But now when I look up, look back at it, Tibbs had us so prepared. We were calling out their plays. We were knowing where they were going. So uh, it's definitely details, and uh, details is going to win win the series and and a playoff playing game. Yeah, Tibbs is a different kind of animal though than these two guys yeah, that, yeah, we're, he's crazy, that we're yeah. gonna watch on Friday. His tips yeah. are different. I mean, even I mean Spolstra is very calm on the sidelines. Billy Donovan's calm outside. I don't want to know how much gum he chews during a game. <laughs> but you know, go, comparing them like and so you got two quiet guys, quiet demeanor, master tacticians, and then Tibbs is just he's Tibbs. I don't know what yeah. I don't know what other way to put it. I mean, you'd know it better than me, obviously. He doesn't have a life. He all, all, his life is basketball, 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 basketball. And that's what he that's what he does. That's why he's been so successful. So I definitely, you know, uh definitely I'd rather have that than someone who doesn't really care. <laughs> I miss Tibbs. I'm be yeah. honest. I miss him. I mean, that was one but before they hired Billy Donovan, I actually threw out the idea of, "Hey, what about bringing Tibbs back?" And obviously, we saw what happened here. And someone else I miss is Jimmy Butt. And I think the play-in tournament is, is a way of poetry here. You know, DeMar going back to Toronto. Now you've got the Bulls facing Jimmy Butler with the season on the line. Like, yep. it's too poetic. And I I want to see how Jimmy comes out because it's been an interesting year for the Heat. Jimmy's been very outspoken. We've talked about that a lot, how we 
calling out his guys because he's a natural leader. He's going to call yeah. you out, and that's just his style. He's going to say it to you in the locker room. He's going to say it to everybody else, too. I love right. it. That's why yeah. I miss him, and I still would do that trade again. But just that aspect to it's an interesting storyline this game Friday night. Yeah, for sure. I think all these playing games have been giving you kind of like a glimpse of an NCAA tournament-esque uh, type of tournament. Uh, definitely stories to be had in every playing uh, game. So uh, it's going to be interesting to see how, you know, Jimmy has his team come out. They're uh, any aggressive or just, you know, still lingering from the night before. I think they're still kind of banged up and hurt. So I think this, this is perfect time for the Bulls to play them and go down there and get a win. And they've also got to avoid the fact that they just played Atlanta Atlanta, that's, that's been an interesting situation all year. And the way I put it, didn't I went on with uh, the guys at the charity strike the other night, they went on the Amazon amp and we were just watching the game and I called in just to shoot the breeze. And yeah, I brought up how Atlanta just something doesn't seem right there yet. They still managed to win that game. Now Miami's got the problems. So if the bulls pull this off Friday and again, they're five and a half point underdogs game tips off at 6 PM central on ESPN. If they pull it off, there's going to be a lot more questions with the heat than there already are. And there's a long list for Miami. Right. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I'm going with the bulls to win again. I think they can close out on the road uh, and, and uh, get that AFC locked up and uh, try to give uh, the bucks a, a test. So hopefully the, the bulls can make me right. Once again, I want to be three and oh, four and oh, something like that. So I'm not counting though. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're not counting at all. <laughs> Might even be five and oh, I don't even know. You'd know better than I would. I'm actually, I'm actually going to roll with you here. I think I like the bulls in this matchup just with the, the, you know, Spoles just talking about different lineups and there, I, there was talk of Gabe Vincent and Kyle Lowry jumping in the starting lineup, all that yeah. different stuff. And I didn't get to read the full quote on it. I just saw a little bit, but they're considering lineup changes. The bull small ball lineup. I like that a lot, even without a bio out there. Like, I still yeah. think small ball is going to be the name of the game. And that's why I'm so intrigued, I think, is just to see how these teams match up again. Because Bulls went 3-0 and in the regular season, at least by my count. I don't think they lost to the Heat once. So, yeah. very interesting stuff. Can you beat a team four times is the question. I know that's kind of like a cliche. I'm not even sure the players think about that. Like, I'll ask right. maybe you can chime in on that. But beating a team four times is tough. Yeah, it's definitely hard because you know him so well and they know you so well. And uh, I think another big story in this game is Pat Bev also being drafted by Miami and played in Miami. And uh, I think he's going to be, you know, super excited and, you know, always geeked up to go to a former team and, and win the game, and especially on the road. So his antics is going to be sure going to be hopefully help the team more than hurt them. But uh, like I said, they got to have some kind of scoring come from like between him and Alex Caruso for them to, you know, get over the hump, I think. All right. Who is he calling too small? Jimmy? Bam, hero. What do we think? <laughs> he's got to. He's got to have that in his bag somewhere for this. The whole, the whole arena. <laughs> <laughs> go, go up to Spo and call him too small. Right, yeah, <laughs> I'm, sure, I'm sure he'll do. He'll pull something out that makes us uh, laugh about it. So it's gonna be fun to see. I mean, he's got some leverage considering the ref last night called him Pat Bev. <laughs> I thought right, that yeah, that cracked me up when the ref right. called him Pat Bev. Like not Beverly, not. You know, number, what what number is he? 21, whatever. Yeah. Like, not number 21, which was, ironically, Jimmy's number. Like, right. he called him Pat Bev. That I about fell out of my chair. I'm like, I laughed yeah, yeah. way too hard at it. Granted, I was in the middle of a desk shift around three. I just finished writing about Nick Saban's press conference yesterday. So it's a little, like, you know, coming down off that. And I heard that. I'm like, okay, that was right. funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That just means, you know, the, the rest are watching TV and the rest are, you know, into it. So. <laughs> It's good. He's a, he's a superstar. <laughs> Chicago proud, man. Right. <laughs> Chicago guys are different. Like we yeah, talked yeah. about that a lot. Chicago guys are different. I know I make fun of Anthony Davis not being able to stay healthy, but he's a Chicago guy. Like yeah, yeah. there's a different mentality there and look no further than Pat Bev to 
prove that, especially when yeah. he's on a nickname on a first name basis, a nickname basis with yeah. the referees. <laughs> yeah, you gotta love it. <laughs> yeah, that that's great. And I I still I don't know if it's feasible. I don't know if it should happen. I wanted to maybe try and find a way to keep him next year just so we have the content that comes right. from him. Yeah, but yeah. he's he's gonna be on one in right. Miami Friday night. And Obviously, as we said, the winner gets a date with the Bucs as the number eight seed in the playoffs. Now, the Bulls had their way with the Bucs, too, in the regular season. Like, they pulled out a couple wins against Milwaukee. They didn't toward the end, even though they didn't have Giannis and Middleton. But that's neither here nor there. It's a new season, like we said the other day. The play-in, you've got to take it, approach it as one game at a time. It's cliche. It's annoying. And coaches will say it over and over again. I know that very well from being in the media for five years. Hmm. Like, they'll say it over and over, but it's a new season. Go out there and Go win a basketball game and please don't trail by 19 points again. Yeah, yeah. Anything can happen in one game. Like I said, hopefully no injuries, but you just got to go out there and play the best you can and have the have the best game plan you can and just you know work it to your ability and just like I said, just go out and make the make some shots. That's the biggest thing. You can't just go out there and just hope for anything to go in. Just take uh, precise, uh, conscious shots. They need two things: Zach to stay in attack mode and DeArdo Rosen to stay front row screaming during the free throws because I want to see if she can do it again. But. Yes, we'll, we'll, we'll get our pinks up for. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely, I'll call. Someone's got to call the superintendent. Though. Right? Yeah. <laughs> like, there's got to be a way. I know Demar said she's got to go back to school. Well, come on. Yeah, forget school. Nobody needs school. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no comment. My mom's a teacher. I got to be careful. <laughs> my, my mom's a teacher for another year, but you know, I got I got to be a little careful. On that right. <laughs> but you know, we're gonna go ahead and wrap up this episode. You know, we previewed the game Friday night, as I said, 6 p.m. Central, ESPN, Bulls Heat. Winner goes to the playoffs, loser goes home. Either way, the loser's going to have a lot of questions to answer about their their roster going forward into the offseason. I think the Heat are in more dangerous territory than the Bulls in terms of losing a game. But, you know, going to be an interesting game Friday night, and I'm intrigued to see the antics between Pat Bev and Jimmy Butler especially. Yeah, it's going to be fun. It's going to be a high-energy game, high-impact game, a physical game. So as long as the Bulls can, you know um... – stop their physicality. I think it'd be it to have this game in hand. Yeah, it's going to be fun. 6 p.m. Friday's tip-off. That's a wrap for today's episode of Believe in Bulls here on the Believe Network, presented by BetOnline.ag. Use that promo code BLEAV. 50% welcome bonus. As I said, Bulls are five-and-a-half-point underdogs, according to BetOnline, plus 180 on the money line. And by your shirt, Jordan Pippen, 98, the last dance, shop.believe.com. CJ, what do you say we do this again next week? And win or lose, we'll be back here. Hopefully in a win, though. I, I think we're going to win, hopefully. I've got more confidence in this one than I did in the last right. one. And you saw what happened in the last one. So I don't, know how, I don't know how I feel about my confidence though. Cause I haven't won a bet in a while, but anyway, on that note, we'll see everybody next week. Enjoy the weekend. Enjoy the basketball. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants. They all depend on you. No matter the weather emergency or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.